Welcome to the Next Level Social Podcast. I'm your host, Ayla Sorachuk, and my purpose is to help female entrepreneurs create businesses and brands through social media and online marketing so they can start to attract their ideal client and start generating the leads, the sales, and the income that they deserve. If you're ready to take your business to the next level and start showing up online like the unstoppable entrepreneur that you are, then this is the perfect place for you. Let's get social. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to episode 49 of the Next Level Social Podcast. I am your host, Ayla. And as per usual, I am so honored, so grateful, so excited, so pumped, and just lit up to have you here for another episode of the show. It goes without saying, I feel like I say this almost every episode, but truly, truly, I am so grateful to have you here to be plugging in to me and the podcast today. As always, I'm excited for another episode. I think it's going to be spicy. I think it's going to be relatable, a little raw, a little real. I know this actually for a fact because this last week, all, and I'm talking all of my client calls, my mastermind conversations were about this topic of this conversation today. There was this common theme all surrounding two words, which I'm sure many of you can relate to. I know that I firsthand can relate to them, which is imposter syndrome. I kid you not, every woman that I currently work with this past week said so many of the same common things in one way or another. Things like, Ayla, I am scared to death to launch. Ayla, I do not feel like I am good enough. Ayla, what if nobody buys? Ayla, I feel like I'm not ready. I feel like I don't know enough. I feel like a fraud because my business isn't where I want it to be. So who am I to be sharing my results and sharing my experience when I myself don't feel like it's valuable enough? Who am I to create this course, this workshop, when my numbers have been so up and down as of late? I'm afraid. I'm not ready. I'm not good enough. I feel like an imposter. Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the DMs. Can you relate? I'm sure. I know for a fact so many of you listening can relate. I can relate. And if you can relate and you feel like struggling with imposter syndrome, no matter how much you're doing in your business, no matter how much progress you're making, no matter the results that you may or may not be getting, or no matter the success you achieve and you're still feeling like an imposter, you're still feeling like a fraud, I feel like this episode will definitely be, and I hope, ready and made especially for you. And before I dive into that, I just want to let you know that I read some stat before recording this episode. The stat said that 70% of us suffer from imposter syndrome, especially women. I share that because it's normal. You're normal. I'm normal. We all, in one way, shape, or form, do suffer from this feeling of not good enough. With that being said, I want to talk about it. I want to dive into it. I want to share what I shared with my clients, some strategies, some tactics, some tips, some tools that I personally have adapted getting through this and that I think really helped them. So naturally, I want to bring it to the mic so I can help as many people as I possibly can and help whoever is tuning into this episode. So before I dive into that, I feel like I need to share a little bit more 
with you, if you're new to the episode for the first time, share with you a little bit more of my background and my story or recap it for those that have been avid listeners. I think this will give credibility to this episode, to my experience, and to share some of my own imposter syndrome-like feelings that come up for me as well. I wanted to bring back, and I started from the beginning, and so it had me actually thinking. It was kind of cool. I started thinking of all of the jobs that I've had. I actually wrote them out. I listed them. Y'all, I have been working in one way, shape, or form since I was literally 14. And again, I'm sure many of you can relate. I started my career, if you will, as a stockist. I was a cashier. I did retail, customer service. I was an administrative assistant for an oil and gas company. I was a server. I was a bartender. I was a wedding planner, and I hosted and coordinated event planning. I then embarked into university, which, as you know, if you are were in university or college, is another job. So I was a university student. I then branched out and started my career in business, if you will, as a marketing administrator. I was a social media manager, an influencer manager for a digital marketing company. I was a free intern for a woman for many months. I then became a COO for this person and this individual. I branched out from there and really started diving into my career now as a social media manager and marketer. I worked for companies such as Mallet Collective, TC Villas, Raw Beauty Co., doing all things digital marketing. Your girl has been hustling for well over a decade, gaining lots of knowledge, gaining lots of experience, really, really trying to figure out who I am in this world and really what I wanted to do. It got to a point where I was working so much and so hard and doing all of the things for all of the people inside of all the businesses and brands where I ended up just finally hitting my breaking boy and hitting a massive burnout. When I think about it and what this episode really had me diving into was the reason I was doing all of these things for all of these people for so freaking long was really because I felt like an imposter. I felt like an imposter in my own life. I felt like an imposter in my own business. I was scared to freaking death to create my own business, to launch my own coaching business, to be an entrepreneur, even though I felt it inside me and I wanted it for so long. I was really, really afraid and I was wasting so much time, especially for the last few years, the time before that I truly needed, in all honesty, in order to learn, in order to build my credibility and my knowledge and my experience. But the last few years, I definitely was holding myself back because I was so freaking afraid. And so I hid in the shadows of others, of other really big brands and other big influencers and celebrities, influencers out there because I was too afraid because I just did not feel like I was worthy enough. I did not feel like I was good enough. It took that burnout. It took that kind of come to Jesus aha moment to finally go all in on my entrepreneurial journey. The reality is I could have gone and launched and dove in a lot longer, but I was holding myself back. I was just too freaking afraid, even though I knew and I know so freaking much. I had obtained insane results for so many, many other entrepreneurs and built so many businesses and brands. But for some reason, I just didn't think I was good enough. I personally eventually had to hire actually a mentor and a therapist. And I invested 
a lot of money into personal development. I invested a lot of money into my business and discovering what that looked like and how I could execute it in a way that felt really good for me. It took all of that and lots of time and lots of tears and lots of laughs as well to finally go out and realize that I am so freaking worthy and deserving and knowledgeable enough. It was my time. It is my time. And if you're listening to this, it's your time because we have one life. Keep that and and hold on to that because I know exactly how you feel. Chin up. It's time for us to put our big girl pants on while we're listening to this episode. If you've been thinking about doing anything in your business or your life, it's time to go all freaking in. I want to read a couple quotes as I was doing some research for this episode from a couple of my faves, one of my faves in particular, that might be relatable. It's from my girl J-Lo, Jenny from the Lock, Jennifer Lopez. And she said, this is a quote, and I quote from her, even though I had sold 70 million albums, there was still this feeling like I'm not good at this and they're going to figure it out and throw me away. That is from J-Lo, y'all. 70 million albums sold and she still had this limiting belief, had this feeling of being fraudulent almost, this imposter syndrome. I only share this because when we think of J-Lo, when I look at J-Lo, I think she is like the queen of all queens. I've been obsessed with her for years. I don't think there's anyone better. She's the goat in what she does. But even J-Lo suffers from imposter syndrome. Another quote from somebody else that I love, the girl's name, and she goes by Joey Foster. When I won the Oscar, I thought it was a fluke. I thought everyone would find out and they would take it back. Are you freaking kidding me, Jody? You're Jody Foster, right? Like Silence of the Lambs. Are you freaking kidding me right now? But Jody Foster didn't think she was worthy, didn't think she was deserving, didn't think she was good enough. I share these because I feel like it's relatable AF. When I read them, I'm like, first of all, are you kidding me? But also, of course, you're a real human being. And it also made me feel more connected to these individuals, if I'm being honest. It made me love J-Lo and Jody more. And we're going to talk about this a little bit in, in the tips and the strategies and to how we can work through these feelings. I love it. Well, I love and I hate it, but I love that they're so vulnerable and I love that we can relate because it's relatable and it hits us all, especially women, especially women. Why? Well, that's a whole other conversation, but traditionally and socially, as women, as marginalized minority, we've been conditioned from the get-go, y'all, to self-deprecate and to downplay our abilities. But this, we're saying it right now, say it with me, has got to stop. I truly believe when we tell ourselves this false narrative, it just creates a negative effect on us in so many ways, emotionally, socially, spiritually, of course, financially. Yes, that means smaller careers, and that means smaller bank accounts. When we're holding ourselves back, we're limiting ourselves from the potential, from the impact, and from the income that we are so worthy and deserving of creating, which is why this conversations, these conversations are so important. I know, like, when I think about it, I look back now, and like I said, I only wish that I would have started my coaching business, honestly, five years ago instead of two. And I know it's not that much of a jump, but when I think about it, I was ready five years ago when I had that initial urge, when I had that gut feeling being like, you know, I think 
I want to be on camera. I think I want to be speaking on a podcast. I know how to do all this content. I know how to create the funnels and the email marketing and the launches and the courses. I feel like I can also teach this to other women. I was afraid. And when I look back and I think back, if I would have gone in when that initial tick urge feeling was there, my life and my business today would look so much different. (laughs) So with that all being said, I hope that my story is a little bit relatable to you in one way, shape, or form, and you can take nuggets with it. And I only share it to, number one, relate to you and also speak to how I've been able to overcome it. While it's a work in progress, yes, I'm not perfect. Yuck, never will be, never desire to be. I have learned and implemented some tools, some techniques, some strategies along the way that have really helped me personally move past the feeling of imposter syndrome and help it and stop it from creeping in and taking over. And more importantly, also, I've been able to teach now this to my clients and allow them to stop holding themselves back. We talked through this in depth last week and I had so many conversations. So I kind of want to give you an inside look, be a fly on the wall into some of the things that I shared with them, right? Okay, so let's dive into it. Tips, tools, techniques, strategies to let go of imposter syndrome so it stops holding you back from creating the business and the life that you desire. Number one, talk about what's holding you back. This is something that I really, this is what I'm doing right now. Actually, I'm talking about my scenario, my situation, my story. It's actually very therapeutic. I'm not even going to lie. And so I encourage you to do the same. And what I really learned this last week is that this feeling and this way of thinking is not only common, it's actually the norm. With that, what I also notice is that there's a ton of shame and guilt around it, which makes sense. All of the women that I work with are very high achieving. They're high achievers. They like things to be perfect. They like things to be a certain way. Showing, you know, something that's less than perfect in their eyes, it's vulnerable. Remember, perfect is boring. We don't want to be perfect. It's not real. This is what I noticed with them. They didn't want to talk about it. They felt a lot of shame. And I can totally relate to this. Even as I recorded this episode, I won't even lie, I didn't really feel comfortable even sharing about my fears of launching my business and putting myself out there. I didn't want you to think away of me. I didn't want you to think, well, why do I want to work with Ayla if she's afraid to do what I'm afraid? I know that that's bullshit. That is a scenario that I've painted in my own brain. And I know and I trust that it only makes me more relatable. And it makes me human. And people, my people anyways, they want to work and they want to learn from other humans. Not perfect robots. Am I right? We have to talk about it, whether that is with a friend, whether that is with your partner, a family member, your clients, a mentor like I did, a therapist like I did, your community, your social networks. The more that we can share about how we're really feeling, the nitty, the gritty, the more support will become available to you in return. And this is also why it's very important to evaluate those that are close in your your community and in your network. Find your people, find the right people, let them in, talk to them, ask them for support, ask them for hype, ask them to tell you what you need to hear in the moment, and of course, return the favor for them when they're needing it. This is relationships. This is vulnerability. This is connection. And ultimately, this is growth. So talk about what's holding you back. Talk about your fears. That's the first strategy that I would recommend implementing. 
The second, and this is something that I really, really lean into and encourage you all to, especially if you are already working with people or have a product or a service that you're selling, is focus on the impact that you're creating or the impact that you know you're going to create if you're in the beginning of, of your own business. Instead of focusing and putting all of this pressure and attention on you, yourself, and I, and all of your insecurities, your limiting beliefs, your failures, etc., focus on your ideal client. Focus on your ideal customer. Focus on their pain points. Focus on their desires. And more importantly, focus on how you can help them. When I started to finally start mentoring my clients and getting them results and seeing the value and the impact that my offers and my services were doing for them, it all started to shift. I no longer made it about Ayla. I no longer made it about me. It became about them and how I was able to help them. This really takes all of the pressure, honestly, and shifts the focus on being all about me, and it became all about them. This also really, really helped creating content. It helped creating offers. It helped showing up on social media. It made it all so much easier. It was focusing on a bigger picture, not about me at all, really, and the value and the impact that I was able to make. And when you're able to make that shift and make that connection, it makes showing up, it makes going on stage or speaking or being on your stories or putting a reel out there, whatever it is that you're afraid to do right now, it makes it so much easier because it has absolutely nothing to do with you and everything to do with the person that you're going to help and, and then the person that you're going to serve. So focus on the impact that you're creating and focus on your ideal client or your ideal customer. Allow that to make the shift, I'm telling you, goals. Number three, I think this is a little tactic tip tool that I do, which is bank your results and your positive feedback. This is something that I do every single time somebody sends me a result that I've helped them achieve, sends me a testimonial, even just sends me a kind message on how they like the podcast or how our episodes help their day or how maybe one of my reels resonated with them. I kid you not, I screenshot it and I save it. I have created, I call it my positivity folder. It's in Dropbox and I have hundreds now of screenshots of messages that genuinely just make me feel good. I even keep personal messages from my friends and family, anything that just honestly lights me up, makes me happy, and that can take me from feeling low or discouraged to feeling inspired, motivated, and honestly just happy. I screen and in those moments of the limiting beliefs creeping in, the imposter syndrome, feeling like a fraud, whatever you want to call it, when I feel that trickling in and I share it with somebody in my community, in my network, I will literally go to my positivity folder and I'll read some messages and it makes me be like, oh no, Ayla, you're no, look at this result. Look at how you help this woman generate this amount of money into her business. Look at how you help this person create, launch, and sell their own digital offer. Look at how that episode that you recorded literally changed somebody's life. Look at that message from mom, how much she loves you and how much she believes in you. Allow the belief of others, allow the positive results and feedback that you've obtained from others light you up and give you that courage and that confidence that you need to push past any of the limiting beliefs that might be creeping into you. Bank your results and your positive feedback. Number four, this one kind of is similar and it goes hand in hand, but keep a record of your wins and also keep a record of your failures. A huge, huge aspect of imposter syndrome is that 
we don't actually internalize our successes. That's number one. And we're afraid of failure. And that is ultimately what holds us back from taking action. I found that when I started tracking both my wins and my failures, my tracking my wins, my losses, and looking and analyzing and learning from both, because it's usually the setbacks that help you learn, that help you see that the world didn't end, that you were able to pivot, that you were able to overcome those setbacks, those failures, if you will, and you're still standing. Your business didn't collapse. Your life didn't collapse. In fact, you're actually stronger. So allow both your wins and your failures to keep you going. Learn from them, pivot, take action, strategize, do what you need to do. That will give you the confidence as well to be able to keep pushing past any imposter syndrome feelings or limiting beliefs that creep in. Banking your results, positive feedbacks, and then keeping a record of all of your wins and all of your failures to come back to, to reassess, to reevaluate, and to remind you that you are a freaking badass boss that can literally do freaking anything. Why? Because you've done it before and you're going to do it again and again and again. Okay? Now, number five. This one is a little silly, but honestly, it works for me. So, of course, I'm going to share it. Create or have a word of affirmation, a sentence of affirmation that pumps you up. I know it's so silly. When I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling negative, when I feel like I need something to pump me up, I literally will look myself in the mirror and I will say, you have one life to live. You freaking got this. You are a badass boss bitch. That is my... (laughs) sentence word of affirmation that literally pumps me up when I look myself in the mirror and I say this to myself for some reason it lights me up it gives me the confidence the motivation the power that I need to just like light that fire inside me and keep on pushing on whatever that is for you no regrets you got this why the f not me one life whatever it is put together a word put together a sentence put together something that pumps you up. And when you're feeling those negative feelings creep in, look yourself in the mirror, talk to yourself like you would your best friend, talk to yourself like you would your child, talk to yourself the way that you deserve to be talked to. And in third person, I know it sounds a little weird, but like I said, it can actually help you so much when you do this. Something in the brain shifts and create that positive affirmation to pump you the F up when you need it. Last, but certainly not least, And I say this all the time. I say this to my clients. I say this to myself. Give yourself grace. Be patient with yourself. Be kind with yourself. Always remember where you came from, where you started, and always look back and see how far you've come. I feel like being humble, staying kind, we hear it all the time, but it's so true. Give yourself grace to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be humble to yourself and be kind and humble to others. If you don't know something, if somebody asks you a question, if your clients ask you a question and you actually don't know, it's all good. It's all gravy, baby. Be honest. Be transparent. Say, actually, I don't know. But guess what? It's figure outable. Everything is figure outable. Marie Forleo, right? You can figure it out and you will figure it out. But just admitting this even and working through it in itself will teach you so much. It will make you stronger. It will make you a better leader. And it's also going to allow your clients, your customers, your friends, and your family to actually trust you more. Instead of being like, oh, actually, I know this and making something up or pretending like you know something that you don't, 
that is not the vibe. We want to be transparent. We want to be so transparent you can see right through us because we're real. We're raw. We're authentic. We're human. We're constantly moving, evolving, changing. And so that is the vibe. That is the energy. When you can come from that place, when you can put it where it belongs, bank it for later, and just keep on remembering all of these things that we talked about and keep remembering that you have one life, it's your time and you're deserving and you're worthy. And if JLo has limiting beliefs and she's freaking JLo, it's all good. Just it's normal. That, that's the whole point. It's normal and it's just important to have these conversations and to work on this. It's personal development. It is training our minds, training our brains to keep going, to push past it and to evolve and become better. Hope that that little pep talk helped you. I hope that these strategies and these tips were impactful for you. And I really want to know, I'm going to actually challenge you and, and give my listeners some homework, some action items, just like I do my clients. I want to know what your word or your sentence of affirmations that are going to pump you up, what are they? Tell me. When you're feeling that imposter syndrome creeping in, when those feelings start surfacing, I want to know what you're going to tell yourself in third party in the mirrors. Leave it in the comments. Send me a DM. Comment on one of my posts. I want to know. And I want you all just showing up and living your badass, most authentic life because you believe it. Let go of the imposter syndrome so it no longer holds you back from living the life and creating the business and the impact that you freaking deserve, my love. Until next week, I adore you. Thank you for being here. We will chat soon. Have a beautiful day. You freaking deserve it. You got this. I love you. Take care. Hey, love. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. It truly means the world to me to have your support. It is my mission to help as many female entrepreneurs and business owners as I possibly can. So if you found support or guidance in any way into today's episode, the best way you can show me your love in return is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing it on social media with you and or your team. Or even better, you can always leave me a review on whichever platform you're tuning in from. I will be reading every single one. And don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Frida. that's A-Y-L-A-F-R-E-D-A, or you can learn more about me, my coaching services, or all my amazing freebies at www.aylasorochuk.com. That's A-Y-L-A-S-O-R-O-C-H-U-K.com. I can't wait to connect again next week. Bye, girl. 